Welcome back to, I don't know what week it is. Sorry for the absence. We've been an injured family. That's true. Dad was out with a sprained ankle, but you know. Is it, can you really play it off when you're 75? <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things I went online about. And they said, well, you're supposed to stabilize it for at first. Yeah. But then you need to start moving because you don't want it to get stiff. And, you know, then you have to go to physical therapy and that's painful. <laughs> no bueno to that. Yeah. yeah. And I sprained my ankle two days before that. But yeah, I don't know. I was kind of feeling guilty the last few weeks because I was like, oh, I should have found people to fill in. But then I was, I'm so packed right now with new job and school. So I'm just like, I'll just take the weeks off. <laughs> no, this. Oh, I see. Yeah. So yeah, I was, I, like, was oh. I felt bad taking it off, but I thought I was miserable. <laughs> no, I know. I, I know the feeling too well. But yeah, I mean, just, yeah. But soaking it in ice really helps. I still soak it in ice once in a while. And it really makes it feel better. And then put it up. That's supposed to be for mostly the swelling, right? Yeah, but it also, uh, yeah, mostly for swelling. But it also takes, <clears throat> helps with the pain for me. And so I like you know, I guess that makes sense. Numbs the pain. Do you try to use mom's, like, circulator? No. Wow, something's going on. That's the second <laughs> one that's gone by. And they're both going east. We're just recording next to a parade. Nothing new. <laughs> yeah. So how's school? Summer school is shorter, right? So it's more intense? Yeah, it was kind of... <laughs> uh, it's a double-edged sword. Because it's flying by. Yeah. But it is busier. And it's right when I started my new job. So now I don't do homework at work. Oh my goodness. Not at all? No. So... <clears throat> That's a change. That's a yeah, change. it's... I don't know. It's manageable, but it's just, I'm a lot busier. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I come home, do homework, eat dinner and go to bed. So how about the future? You, you don't think that's, that job is going to be, allow you to do that? No, I think I will eventually. The thing is right now, well, first of all, well, I don't have a computer yet. Right. So, I mean, technically I could do it on my phone, right? Because you're writing all your math questions down and right. stuff. And with history, it's a lot of reading and it's all online. So I could do it on my phone, but I don't have service where I work now. Oh, my So goodness. it's like, yeah. So, so you have I'm to download of, something. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of, well, and the math I can't even download yeah. because it's, I mean, it's all, in, it's interactive in a way, you know, you can get more questions, you know, you know. and then history, I, I don't know if I can download the online textbook, but anyways, so it's just been a little bit more at home. But luckily, yes, I only have two classes instead of a full class load, so that makes it a little better. But which I will, I I'm not gonna have a full schedule until I transfer to USU. So in the fall, you're gonna, or do you take it in the fall? So here's the I issue: mean, where are you gonna take it in the fall? Well, Salt Lake Community College. Oh. But I will be spending another two and a half years there, <laughs> just to get my pre-engineering degree, my associates. Right. Um. But because, so the way the degree is set up to go, like, at Salt Lake Community College, or at most universities, is that everything starts as if you would have taken 10, 50 in high school right. for college credit. Right. So, I'm, that puts me, like, three classes behind. Yeah. Because even though I was at that level of math, it wasn't a CE class in high school, so I never got credit for it. Right. So, all of the classes I need for my engineering degree are all, 10, 50 is prereq. And I don't even take 1050 until the fall. Yeah. So then I'm like almost starting next spring. Yeah. But I have no general studies after this fall semester. So you can start taking So it's going to be strictly engineering classes. So it's going to be engineering, um, chemistry, math, statistics, physics. Heavy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be for two and a half years, just those kind of classes, which is kind of cool because it focuses on my area of study. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about general classes. You might think of uh, taking a lighter load, though, like, I don't know how many units you've been taking, but uh, because they're difficult classes, I would take as little as you can to still be full, you know, there's, I think it's yeah, 12 I units can't, or something. I can't even get to full time. Oh, can't you really? No, because, oh, that's, because of how it's set up with the yeah, prereqs, yeah. I think I'm in three classes a semester, and then I think with summer I have like one or two. Oh, and it's just because 
I mean, there's six physics classes you have to take in a row. There's right. three chemistry classes you have to take in a row. Right. And so I, yeah, because I went with, I met with my academic advisor and she just gave me a plan of the rest of the time I'm there. Yeah. And then that on the wall behind you, that's all of the classes I need to yeah. get my degree from yeah. ASU. Yeah. yeah. Oh, from USU? Yeah. So, so these includes, are all transferable, right? You yeah. checked on that now. Yeah. So that was the first thing I checked with when I transferred um, into, um, this degree because yeah. I used to be in a general business because I didn't know what I was going to do. Yeah. Hence why I didn't start taking math sooner. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so that, that's kind of cool because it's like a checklist. I can check off the classes I take, but I mean, I'm pretty sure starting in spring, I'll be driving onto the campus too, which is also going to be super annoying. Down in Tulsa. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I mean, you it's cheaper than Weber. It is. Oh, yeah, so, that's true. It is. I mean, well, with gas, no, even with gas prices, I mean, it's a like solid community college is wildly cheaper than a university. Where is it? Um, it's more South Salt Lake. There's multiple campuses, but it's it's not like Salt Lake where it's like 25 minutes away. It's like at least 40 minutes away wow. to get to the campus. Well, you don't have to be there for a while, right? Well, but the same thing's going to happen as soon as we go to USU. Well, I thought you were going to move, though. Well, we will to Brigham. That's the, that's the closest we could get to Logan because I don't want to live in Lo- Logan because now I'm driving down the canyon leaving yeah. for work at like 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no. Especially so Brigham City time. is like right in the middle. So, and I mean, yeah, it'll cut it down to like maybe 30 minutes, 35, yeah. but it'll all be worth it. <laughs> it will. <in laughs> so I can tell myself, I'm like, eh, whatever. It's just kind of, I mean, everything else is just falling apart around us. Like, we haven't gone camping once. We haven't even thought about I know, going camping. I, I said, like, when I said, when I borrowed the truck, I thought, oh, they might be camping. No. I thought, no. <laughs> I mean, the one camping trip that we're, like, supposed to be going on, we're already, like, we'll come up for the day. Because it's just, like, I yeah. mean, I don't know. And it's kind of a first world problem. I'm thankful I have the opportunity to work full time and go to school. Yeah. I'm not ungrateful. It's just... I mean, it's just our new life for a little while, so whatever. We don't have kids, thankfully, so that makes it easier. I look at those people that start families, buy a house, still in college. I'm like, how do you? How are you managing your time? <laughs> I'm like, I don't. I was just reading a, an article in the Church News about a new general authority, and he's a lawyer and his wife's a doctor. And I, I thought this has got to be interesting raising a family. And what they did, I don't know if they're still doing. It. I think their kids are grown now, but. What they did is he would work during the day, and then she had a night shift at the Oof. hospital. And so they just alternated, and I thought, that's crazy. I mean... <laughs> but they liked it. I, I, I mean, they enjoyed their work, so I don't know. That just seems like a lot. But yeah, you can do it. You just have to... I know. That's what I keep telling myself. Because I'm... Karen and I were talking about this. She gets anxiety about things, like little things. Like, she doesn't like going to the store and stuff and talking to strangers or, like, right. seeing someone she knows. It's just like little stuff. And that stuff doesn't bother me. I could care less. Yeah. But the stuff that I get anxiety about is like grand scheme things. You know, like I'm already looking for, I'm like have anxiety about driving to Logan and that's like two and a half years away. I'm like, I don't know why I'm like worried or I'm worried I'm going to fail a class. And I'm like, I'm, I've been doing fine so far. But So if you transfer to uh, Weber, is it that much more expensive? Yeah, it's quite a bit. It's oh. more than double the cost of Slick. I'm and pretty sure. Kara gets a discount. So. Well, yeah, Kara, because um, her dad's a professor or teacher, yeah. instructor, whatever they call yeah. it, you know. Um, so, yeah, she gets a discount. And, I mean, obviously, like, Salt Lake Community College has always given us money back, too. Really? Yeah, like, um, I just got 500 bucks because of COVID. <laughs> it's, just, it. it's for all summer <laughs> students, and I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> And Kiara just got an email, didn't even say the reason, was just like, you're getting refunded $500. No reason. Like, From the community college. Yeah. And I mean, it's happened multiple times. I think I got like almost half my tuition. No, actually, I got enough back from spring that paid for my whole summer semester. That's different. Because I didn't, um, I couldn't get financial aid for just yeah. two classes, which I'm very worried about going into the future. But Well, that's what I was saying. If you, if you get full-time, then you need aid. I know. Uh, but that's, if you're taking tough classes, even 12 units, which I think is full time, yeah. even 12 units, that's tough when you have chemistry and physics and math and that's a challenge. So yeah, I think, uh, doing the best you can is, you know. Well, and I mean, to be honest, they have, they have a very lenient, like drop, drop in classes policy. Like you have like almost a month yeah, and you can still drop the class and get your money back. Right. 
So I mean, even if I overstep a little bit, as long as I catch it soon enough, I can drop the class. Yeah. Or if I fail a class, I can take it again. Yeah, you can. That's what I keep telling myself. I'm like, failure doesn't mean failure. You just take it again. You're that much more ahead of schedule. Well, and you're not in a hurry, which is, I think that's a good thing. I mean, I, mean, I wish I could be, but yeah. Yeah. I wish I was a full-time student. I'd be, at, I'd be at the cap. I'd be at like 18 credits. I know. If I can never. balance this. <laughs> You'd be out of school. Why not? Yeah. I was like, why not? I know. That would be nice. So it's funny because when Jeff went to uh, Utah State, he made enough money in the summertime. I know. To pay his, Which is all wild. His yeah. When you think yeah. about it, I don't, you can't do it. I don't think you can do that. You'd have well, to have, he had some pretty good jobs. You'd have, yeah. You'd have to have one heck of a job. But I, I think that's really, well, that's what I did. I went to school during the summer when I went to BYU. Got enough money, paid tuition, and went to yeah. school. I worked at school, though. I worked as a janitor at night and stuff. Just to keep, you know, to make enough money to live on. But it was different. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we were discussing that the other day. And it might have been with you, actually, when I was at your house. But I would... No, it wasn't, actually. I, I was talking to a friend... Because he was asking us about school and stuff we haven't seen in a while. And I'm like, I just wish I could go back in time and be a full-time college student. I'm like, we started our lives and then was like, let's go to college. <laughs> so now it's like we have all of the like adult responsibilities yeah. and then going to school, which, like I said, first world problems, it could be a lot worse. Yeah. But it's just like, I, I would give anything... I mean, not to go alone, but for us to, you know, like marry dorms and just yeah. like grind it out for a few, work at a restaurant, you know, just kind of, because it's a little less fun with this much responsibility on like on both sides. It's different. It's very but, different. Yeah. Than uh, just being free. Like, you know, you're free. You know? Yeah. Once I, if we want to take a trip, we have to schedule around school and work and it, yeah, but like I said, could it be is. worse. Yeah. At least I can go to school, so. It is. It's a blessing. We live in a great country. I mean, and you know, I, I, I was not a good college student when I started out in college. And uh, in fact, I flunked out once. And I thought, you know, in some countries, once you flunk out, you're done. You know, you like if you're in Europe and some of those countries, because uh, it, it's a real uh, privilege to go. Mm-hmm. And if you flunk out, you're done. Now you go get a blue-collar job. So, you know, yeah. you try to find a job and do something else because they're never going to let you back in. Well, in the United States, you can get back in and oh, yeah. try again and, you know, see what's happening. Happened to me, too. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, you're right. You have to look at the positives. Well, and, yeah, the whole... Because I'm stressed out. I'm like, why am I so old and just starting school? <laughs> <laughs> but then I'll talk to people and they're like, you know twice my age or so and they're like oh I wish I would have gone back to college and I'm always telling them it's never too late even though I'm 26 I'm like I'm still relatively young but I still feel like I was looking at I I think I'll be like 31 or something when I get when I finish and I'm like that seems super old but I know it's not because it's right around the corner (laughs) I keep encouraging your mom to go back and finish but yeah she's 60 but she says nah it's too too late even just to get her art degree you know but I don't think she wants to do that it's just, you know, you get to a point in your life, I guess. Yeah, I mean, true. Well, I was going to say college is not for everyone, but I know she would probably want to have a degree, but yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's fun. So what else is new? So you're not camping much this summer? So is the trailer? Oh, the trailer's up at that. Still went around. <laughs> yeah, so is ours. Right, still like, we're going to uh, take it this weekend to go to the track. But then I hurt my ankle, and the doctor says, I don't think you should go, even though you're not walking. You think, you, should, yeah. you, you can't stand for eight hours. And I said, yeah, that's probably true. So, so yeah. I was still worried. <laughs> and it's going to be 90 degrees tomorrow. I know. It's crazy. Well, we were having the talk about um, just balancing our lives more. Because I like having the trailer, but I keep <laughs> looking into the future, and I'm like, When's the next time we're going to have, like, a summer of camping trips? I'm like, we're going to be paying for it the whole time. But when's the next time we're really going to, like, I'm sure we'll go once or twice a summer. Yeah. Maybe more. But I'm just like, and that's the next foreseeable future. Like, yeah. it's that's not just this year. And I, I don't know. I don't I don't like paying for it. But then I also still want to be able to use it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, your possessions own you, right? Yeah, if you sold the trailer and the truck... You could retire, so no. I mean, you could. No, that's actually we've talked about, and selling the trailer and the truck, and getting a commuter yeah. when we have to start driving to school because I'm gonna have to drive the truck all the way to Salt Lake. 
Which is with the gas prices, that's crazy. well. We're both going to be leaving for school and coming back at different times. Yeah. So we're both commuting to work. Well, work's like five minutes away. Yeah. We're both going to be commuting to school at least like at least two, three that's times in the a week. Spring or yeah. spring's when it'll start for me. Oh, spring. Okay. Yeah, fall. I'm good. I'm all online. But spring, I was already looking at classes that I need to sign up for, and because I only look at online classes currently, because those are the teachers that provide them and stuff. Yeah. But I'm gonna have to start looking at other campuses, and they have campuses spread out. But I think, I think the main campus is the Redwood campus is the closest one to us because they're South Jordan and Taylorsville, but not driving down there. Yeah, I don't know this area that way. But uh, yeah, well, that's interesting, Sam. That's keeps you busy, keeps you going, you know. Hey, honestly, except on the flip side of that, when the weekends come and we need to do chores, I'm like, I just want to sit here. But luckily now I have every other Friday off, which is nice. But oh, that is nice. So yeah. So you have every other Friday. So you're not working eight hours a day. You're working eight and a half. Or I nine? work nine hours a day. Nine hours a day. So they call it nine four nine. So you work. Oh, oh okay. Four days, nine hours, and then five days. Nine. Well, four four days of that week, nine hours, and Friday eight hours. So it equals out oh, to I forty see. hours. Yeah. In t- I mean, eighty hours in two weeks, which is weird though, because we get paid twice a month, not bi-weekly. So why would it matter if our weekly totals were still $80? Because usually that's for pay period reasons. Right. But our pay periods are twice a month, not bi-weekly. So we have fluctuating hours. Every, so it's weird. Yeah, every yeah. single, I don't know. But but it's kind of nice. You have you always have something to look forward to on Friday. Either yeah. you're working a short day or you're off. Yeah, so, I mean, that is nice. It's, you know, it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of nice. Ever since I started, my first full five-day week will be next week. And this is my third week there. Because we had a holiday, an off week. Oh, no, sorry. An off week, a holiday, and then this week's an off week. Like, so. here's five days every week. No, she's the same. Her off oh, day is just Thursday. Oh. And it's on right. opposite weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so the week I get out early, she doesn't work Thursday. But she's trying to, she's looking for a different job. She's not really happy where she is, so who knows? Can't you get her in where you are? <laughs> well, I don't have that much pull yet. You haven't been there yet. Yeah. Well, well some, one of the guys I was working with today, he was like, I mean, mind you, he's training me, and so I'm just like, I'm just sitting there listening, and he was talking to me about um, jobs and stuff, and he's like, could you put a word in for, like, uh, my wife? And I was like, I'm like, someone put a word in for me to get this job. They don't know how I am yet, you know what I mean? Like, that's like taking two links out of one chain of, like, (laughs) hire this, I'm like, I've never met your wife. I just met you. I'm like, how am I supposed to recommend someone? I don't know. Maybe that's rude, but I was like, isn't that kind of my reputation, too? Yeah, well, you don't know her. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I yeah. I was just, weird. I mean, I get it because that's how it is on base. Yeah, you got to know someone to get in the door, yeah. which I understand, but I'm just, I don't know. I said, go work for the contractor I was just working for. You don't get paid as much, but it, they're get hiring the like door. crazy. Yeah, and once you're up there. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's more than that, I guess, but yeah. But I just thought it was the funniest thing. I'm like. <laughs> it does sound like a weird thing that you were. <laughs> Then you were seven for the lead after you were there well, a week. Or so, so, well, I'm going to when he goes on his vacation, oh. I guess. Um, well, I don't know. Things change all the time up there. So I've trained with three different people who all do kind of the same job and different jobs at the same time. So in three weeks, I've trained with three different people. I have not gotten a full like understanding of any of them because I'm only doing it for like either hours out of the day or like one day and then I yeah. wait for four days. So it's like I'm kind of getting the gist of, well, I know exactly what I'm doing necessarily. Like I know the, the service I'm providing yeah. and doing all the paperwork and all the computer stuff. I'm like, I'm, I don't know any of like yeah. barely. And so it's just like, I'm like, if he actually expects me to take over for him when he leaves for a week, because it's just temporary. Right. It's not like I'm being a lead. I, yeah. He's covering for who I should be backfilling. I don't know. Anyways, but I'm like, you need to train me just to do that, at least for now. Yeah. And then I can go back to like a broader okay. training because mm-hmm. they want everyone to be able to cover people when they're off. That's right. why they're training me three ways. Yeah. But the other two people, so there's three of us, the other two people only know their jobs. I'm like, why are you starting with me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why don't you train them to do other people's jobs and like, you know, kind of slide me in where yeah, you need me. And like, maybe they think they can't do it. So. I, I have no idea. But who knows? Who knows what will end up happening? I mean, I'm just, people are always like, what are you doing? I'm like, Doing what I'm told. I'm like, I'm going where they're telling me to. I'm learning what they're telling me to try to learn. And tomorrow we'll see what happens. So it's been fun. 
Sam, they may offer you a good job up there to be a manager and making 150000 a year, and then you're going to have to say, can I go back to school? <laughs> See, but if they're willing to do that for a job that you don't need a degree for, if I get a degree, oh, yeah. if I can get into a high position yeah. with that degree, that's, there you go. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but now I was actually thinking about that, not in like a, like a cocky way, but... Some places up on base, well, this goes for all jobs everywhere. Some are all nepotism, which is who you know, who you talk to, who you shake hands with, and that'll get you promoted. But some places will value you and move you up via because they see you're a good worker. Right. Not often, I find, recently, (laughs) but sometimes I'm like, if I could get into like a lead, supervisor, any sort of position that I'm over people, and then I get my engineering degree, I was like, technically, that could be at least better on my resume in the future, so... I don't know. We'll see. But I really plan on just taking an internship once I finish the slick. That will help with my um, bachelor's. An internship? Where? I don't care. Uh, anywhere that could will be have in-school t- yeah. tuition. Help. Well, with your experience on base, I don't think you'll have any problem finding No, I'm pretty sure I can get an internship up there. Yeah. And if not, I can look at Northrop Grunham. I don't know if they do internships, but they're uh, huge. And you and, know somebody. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm going to try to do while I'm getting my bachelor's, which... Hopefully then the second I get my bachelor's, I'm lined up for an even better job. Yeah. But I don't know. That's a ways away. But Sam, you're making progress. You're working towards your goal. That's the bottom line. It's not how fast you're doing it or anything like that. It's just you're moving toward that thing. I Sometimes I miss that. You know, you have a goal to work for. Yeah. I have to. I, well, you saw me for many years just being complacent. <laughs> And just <laughs> you were just uh, yeah, I was just well, whatever the wind takes me. And I will say, for me, it feels better to be working towards something. Yeah, right. and I feel like I have been for a lot of years, not this specifically, but I've always been working towards something. Yeah, that I thought was going to progress me. Um, and I feel like once you get in that habit, it's hard to stop. It's ha- it's hard to go back. I couldn't imagine coming home from work and, and not having that to do. TV. Yeah, I'm just like I can't <laughs> even imagine having just like oh, what am I going to do today? I don't know. I'm like, we do projects around the house still, and we yeah. have to cram in four hours in the weekend. So I'm, yeah. But so do you go on a date on Fridays or something? Or yeah, usually. I mean, yeah. So Fridays are usually our kind of do whatever days. Yeah. Usually we finish our homework before Friday, and I like to do that so if I get off early, I can relax, yeah. and if I'm off, I can actually relax. Yeah. And then Saturday it's usually chores, projects. Picking up the house, and then Sunday is all grocery shopping, meal prepping for the Getting week. Getting ready for the next week. Yeah, so, what was me, you know? So busy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I mean, millions of people do it, so. Yeah. Not complaining, it's just. just well, I always think of the our old bishop in uh, Syracuse. What was his name? I don't know if you were there when he was bishop. He lived right on the corner, right next to the church. I don't think he was the bishop. Well, I know who you're talking about, but no. Yeah. But anyway, he, uh, he was working a blue collar job raising kids and, and they were basically living from paycheck to pay. I mm-hmm. mean, they didn't have any money. I mean, she, I've never heard of anybody that could pinch pennies as well as his wife. I mean, they told me, they told us stories and I thought, how in the world did you manage, you know? So he decided, and I think he was probably in his thirties, he decided I need to go back to school and get a degree. Uh, and so he did and he worked full time and work, he, he worked, uh, full-time at night and then he worked went to school during the day full-time and uh he said it really he said after he was done it really wore him down i mean he said i still have effects from doing that but he said i would never go back yeah you know he said it was worth every every minute because you know he got a really good now he's a manager at uh i think he might be out i don't know if he's on base but i think he works for a military contractor but he makes really good money. They go on nice vacation. You know, I yeah. mean, it's, he said it's just... No fear of loss of job. Yeah, yeah. And he said it was worth the sacrifice to, yeah. to do that. But When he was raising a family at the same time? Raising a family yeah, at the same time. I just... It, it's just hard to imagine, you know. Oh, I know. Karen and I talk about that <clears throat> because she's anxious to have kids. I'm not. <laughs> at all. So right now I'm kind of holding that like, let's finish school. And she's like, yeah, you're right. And I'm like, that day comes and we're not out of school. I'm not looking forward to that day. <laughs> That's when we're going to be living split lives and having working opposite shifts. But It's it's challenging, yeah. Our kids are worth it, though, of course. I'm biased, but, you know. 
Well, of course. <laughs> There's better and worse times, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. I mean... That's true. You have to take into consideration what you're doing, but also your spouse's feelings, you know, because oh, you yeah. don't move forward unless you're unified and stuff like that. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, I think one of the reasons it scares me to have kids is because I don't feel like I'm, like, financially stable enough. Like, we're financially stable, yeah. but... I don't know. That just seems like I, I, if if something falls apart, I can handle it. Like yeah. not, you know, I, it's okay. It's yeah. me. I'll fix it myself. But when a kid is involved, that scares me more because then you're affecting their lives. And that's what makes me nervous. I think about having children. I don't think that'll go away. Even if I make a really large yeah. amount of money, yeah. one day I'll still always be worried about it. But I don't know. At least if I have that stupid piece of paper everyone requires, then <laughs> uh, maybe I'll feel a little bit better. We'll see. We'll have an AA as a good step forward. That's yeah. Really, just having that. It's funny because I was uh, many years ago. Uh, I was, I was always changing jobs. I was working for job shops out in California, mm. you know, because I was an electromechanical assembler, and I, I'd find a better job. Paid, but, you know. Anyway. And so I interviewed for this job at Lawrence Livermore Labs. You know, it's a pretty good job. They paid pretty well out there. Mm. It was like working on base, you know. Except you had to work. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so I applied for the job, and I, I really wanted the job, and so I was praying about it. And this impression came into my mind. And that impression was, you're a single guy. There are guys looking for that job that have families with the mm-hmm. raise. And that impression came very strongly to me that, you know, other people have needs too. You know, you're yeah. not the only one in the world, you know. I got the job, but still, that impression was so strong in my mind, and the impression I got that Heavenly Father loves families. And anyway, so I don't know why I got that impression and then got the job, but it was kind of... <laughs> <laughs> well, because you were going to have a family someday. Well, there you go. But that was a good place to work. I could have I could have stayed there. It was kind of like working on base, except they, you know, you had to work. It was, uh, But it was interesting. They had, they, uh, they didn't have a union... But they kind of did things like a union, you know. I was assembling these chassis, you know, these boxes with all electronics in there. Mm-hmm. And I had a schematic and I was assembling yeah. everything, putting everything together. And then I would pass it along to the quality group. And the quality group would uh, uh, make sure that the wiring was in the right place. You know, they'd check everything with an ohm meter, you know, to say, okay, that wire's supposed to go this way. And so, so uh, and this was <clears throat> the first thing I worked on when I got there. Well, I had checked everything. You know, I thought, well, I should check there. <laughs> yeah. So I checked everything and fixed everything. And then I gave it to the next guys. And they didn't have any, there was no problems with it. And so one, one of the guys said, he says, you're not supposed to, you know how unions are. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to just give it to us and then we'll check it. You know, I thought, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of weird. But, it, uh, you know. In that respect, it sounds like the base. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> a military kind of thing. You, you did your job. Right. No, it's someone, right. someone else's Don't job work now. So fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're fine. <laughs> I know. It's, yeah. It's so much different start, like starting another government job than it was the first time. Because the first time, they're like, slow down, stop asking for more work. Like, if you don't have anything to do, look busy or don't, I don't care, do your work. And then, so I come into this job and they're like, just hang out for the rest of the day. And I'm like, pull out my phone, start watching a movie. I'm like, oh, I'm right at home. <laughs> I'm like, I know how this works now. I'm like, I have no fear of anyone thinking that I'm not doing my job. They, you know, I'm, Everybody knows. So funny. Everybody and knows. there are definitely jobs up there that people work a lot, oh, yeah. har- a lot harder. Sure. Um, it's just, I mean, it's, it's kind of a rolling joke. And I don't think it's a joke because it's untrue. Yeah. There are a lot of jobs that, you know, you're just kind of pushing paper or yeah. handing buckets from one person to it. Like, <laughs> that's what it feels like most of the time. It's just like, why do 15 people have to touch this one thing before it gets to its destination? I'm like, just send it to them. <laughs> like, why does it, I mean... Do they have unions up there? I don't know. I, I want When you were telling me that story, I want to say it was in my new hire training class that they were talking about something about that, but I don't know. Huh. I can't remember. Interesting. I don't know. Do federal jobs... <clears throat> Have unions? Because there's contracts, too. The contracts may have unions. Actually, no, I'm pretty sure I remember Kiera talking about a union oh, at really? her job. Yeah. So, me, I, yeah, I'm not really sure. But, yeah, I mean, everyone gets their 15 to 30 minute breaks. <laughs> and 30 to 
hour and a half long lunches. It's, it's nice. No, it's actually really, it's been a hard three weeks because I'm stuck at work some days with not much to do and I can't even do homework. Yeah. That's what bugs me that more. Be if I If I had nothing to do when I got home, I'd be like, well, I'm going to be doing this here. I'm at home. But I'm like itchy to get home because I, I, I think it. about it all day yeah. because I know I have to do it when I get home. And it's just like, yeah, I don't like that part. But hopefully I'll have a computer at some point and they won't care if I do homework. So. Well, the page will be good. Yeah. That's, that's right. But you're going to pay more taxes. Well, yeah, more taxes. I'm meeting with an insurer tomorrow, so we'll see how much I'm going to be paying for oh, insurance. For insurance. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's important. So but you don't want to get... Because that can throw you in a hole. Real, no, yeah. Real quick. I don't want that. Really well, it's relatively temporary because once I'm married, yeah, assuming you're, Kira you're has benefits, then yeah. that'll be a life-changing event, so she'll add me. So it's just kind of for now. And yeah, still worth it. Yep. And I work for a different, there's two main entities on Hill, both federal um, groups. Yeah. And I work for the opposite of the one I worked with before. So now I'm like, and it's weird because they're both federal, you're, you're, they're both higher like civilians, right? You're government employees, but they're under two different um, titles. I don't really know exactly the difference. Um, so now I'm working with different systems, different processes, mm. different... Like, they meet, like, people pass from one agency to the other, but, like, for the most part, if you're under one agency, you're using all these systems. If you're working for the other agency, you're using all these systems. And they talk to each other, but you never use both, or very rarely use both if you're on one side. So now I'm on the opposite side, which makes it a little harder to learn, but also looks way better on a resume. Oh, yeah. Because now I've worked with both sides of the system, so we'll see. You ever see Brother Barney up there? He works... uh... You know, I, I he does something up there. I don't know what I he does. I always think I'm going to see someone I know. <laughs> Never. <laughs> well, I see kids my age yeah. sometimes, but but you're kind of isolated, I think, in work. Yeah. Um. Well, and it's so big. There's so many different things going on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because I work on more of the product. I've always worked on more of the production side of it. So it's I'm usually getting things or giving things to people that are like doing something with their hands physically. Yeah. I don't see anyone. I don't see any of the people that are in offices or like doing. And he would be yeah. Doing. I yeah. I don't know. I assume so. I can't believe your hair, Sam. That stuff really works. I know it's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, Keep I mean... sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living proof. That's right. Uh, That's no, it funny. does. It, Carol showed me pictures, and it's kind of, it's shocking. <laughs> it's shocking. <laughs> I didn't realize how much in denial I was until I saw the picture. I was like, oh my gosh. Now it's so better. Is it, is it expensive? Or? No, not that bad. Huh. I mean, I don't Did, think so. Is AJ using it now? Or? Um, he doesn't use that brand, um, but he uses the same. So it's like a foam. It's like Rogaine foam. Yeah. Or that's what, it's not Rogaine, but you know what I mean. And then you take a uh, pill on top of it. And I think he sources both of them separately. By himself, and I just get it. It just gets mailed to me. You just have a pill, though, right? I have both. Oh, you do. Yeah, so I put the phone my head on my head every morning and night. Take the pill at night, and that's it. I'll be darned. Haven't had any negative side effects yet, so that's good, Sam. That's good. Yeah, except when do you stop? (laughs) I'm like, am I doing hair starts coming out of your ears? Yeah, I'm like, okay. Do you do this for the rest of your life? Because everyone's like, well, as soon as you stop, it's like full force goes <laughs> it's way worse than it was before so i'm like that's terrifying i'm like so now i'm kind of stuck and kira supports it was her idea in the first place because yeah. i just i was kind of just like yeah nature whatever. will take its course <laughs> yeah. it sucks but whatever so she's on board with it and if she wants to spend the money i don't yeah i don't really care but i don't know after i shaved my head this time i was like i don't look great with a shaved head <laughs> so now i'm like maybe i'll keep it but it's, it's really dramatic though the difference I mean, yeah it really is. that's funny you stop using it that's it <laughs> <laughs> the is up. that's what i've heard like within weeks it's it's all just like pulling out i'm like that sounds terrible i'm hoping technology catches up to the point well, yeah but once i stop using it they're just gonna be like and i'll be done and i'll have hair for the rest of my life <laughs> But. You think if we can go to the moon, we can <laughs> right. figure out how to take care of some hair. Not the moon, Mars, you know what I mean? We're, we got a Tesla orbiting Mars and we can't grow hair on our heads. Yeah. Tesla, that's quite a place. I was, oh, that's the dream. I was talking to Charlotte, they went out to Disneyland. I know, I saw a few out. pictures. And they said there's Teslas all over the place. <laughs> of course, it's California, but you know, 
I, I wouldn't recognize one, I don't think, because I don't see him. You know, I, I don't know if I've ever seen, I think I've seen one. Oh, you've definitely seen them. They have a different, oh, they're out here? Oh, yeah. I don't. They're I don't. getting out here. I mean, I see them way more than I used to. Uh, so. I mean, up on base, I see a lot. Because if you're, I mean, if you're in the military, and if you're higher up in the military, and they're pay, paying for your housing and your food. Then you can afford a Tesla. <laughs> you got a lot. Or, and there's, you know, generals and colonels that are making yeah. a lot of money, obviously. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, I remember our, when they came, like, the Army, well, I think it was Navy recruiters came back in high school, and they were like, like, once you enlist, they're like, we'll pay for your housing, we'll pay for your food, they're like, you can get whatever car you want, because you, you'll have nothing else to spend your money, that's literally what they told us. So sometimes you see people up there, and that's exactly where my head goes, I was like, mm, they're, they're living up here, eating out of the cafeteria, bought that's that right. brand new STI. No, Teslas yep. are way popular. Yeah, it's good though, yeah. But also, every other brand is releasing their own electric vehicles. Yeah, they are. So, I mean... It's going to be prolific. I don't think... I think Tesla will forever have a stronghold on it, personally. But, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, Ford is supposed to be the first truck, I think, that's... Oh, really? Yeah, the... um, It's called the Ford Lightning. Which, it's a cool concept, right? So, it can go... It can go further distances than a normal Tesla... For the reasons of like camping and stuff, people yeah. that are like working with it, and because the battery is bigger, like you don't need a generator if you're on a job site. You just plug your extension cord into your truck, and that charges all your power tools and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's like there's all these like cool benefits hands. of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and there's no engine, so you have a like a closed trunk in the front, like a old VW. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you have a bed and an actual trunk that's closed, which trucks is sometimes nice because when you go camping. We have our dogs in the back, so we put everything in the back of the truck. If it starts raining, it's not like we can, where yeah. you, you know, you cover it with a tarp, but, so there's cool aspects of it, but, I don't know. I they're, bet they're pricey right now. I want to say they're on pre-order for, I don't know, I want to say like $80,000, but I bet it's more. That is crazy. But Tesla's supposed to be coming out with a more family-friendly budget test. It's supposed to be like $30,000, I think. Which is bad, yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, that's like, that's nothing, but... I don't, and I don't, that may be a rumor. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure I read or heard that somewhere. But that would be nice. But it's not going to be as, I mean. People won't buy them until the price comes down. I mean, it just makes sense that people are not going to buy an electric car unless they can afford it, you know. Well, long term, definitely. Except for the gas. If the gas keeps going up, I mean, that's going to increase the demand for electric cars. That's what I told Kiara. I was like, get rid of the trailer, get rid of the truck. Tesla. <laughs> uh, I've been I've been fighting that battle for a few years, but not that we can afford it. I'm just ingraining it into her head. <laughs> yeah. So the second we actually need another vehicle and are in that situation. When I was working out in California up, up in uh, Scotts Valley, which is up in the Santa Cruz Mountains, and uh, one of the guys in the uh, that I worked with had built his own electric car. Actually, you don't build the car; you just take a gas-powered car and you convert it. Hmm. And then he brought it up on. Uh, one day and so we could come and look at it and it was interesting he just converted it it was a gas powered I don't know ramblers I don't know yeah. I can't remember what it was but he just converted it to an electric car he, it was really interesting that he you could actually get kits still I think because it's I mean, much cheaper I could imagine than, it's much cheaper than uh, buying one but anyways. well the whole concept of electric cars have been around for a long time they have it was just yeah. the whole efficiency and safety thing right yeah well, and even Tesla had that issue for when they were um, coming up as a company. They had batteries exploding and stuff. So, yeah. you know, get hit in the wrong place and <laughs> you're dead. You're in a bomb. <laughs> but, I mean, all cars in a way are the same. That's you know right. what I mean? Like, That's right. You get hit in the right way, you're carrying a tank full of gas. But well, and eventually they'll have stations more frequently, you know, because it's right yeah. now. It's kind of a challenge, to, especially if you go across Nevada to California or something. Like, I don't know how far they go. I don't. I, I want to say the average is around 300 miles, but I know they have a special um, maps. So, so you put in the location, and it'll take you on a direction where you'll hit it. Yeah. And but like you said, they're gaining in popularity. So as they do the neat, like you know, it'll go down. And I mean, I think in places in like in California, you and like New York and stuff. I'm sure there's way more than there, there is are. here. Yeah. Like I, here, you see them out of some office buildings, but yeah. you don't see them everywhere. Yeah, I just read an article about California. They said they're going to have them every 
50 miles. Or, you, know, you know, California, they just decide oh. they're going to do it and the taxpayer pays. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, want, I mean, yeah, no one can bring you a new battery. You just have to get towed. Yeah, right? what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> you they have to have AAA for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they should make a, they should put a solar panel on the top. For like emergency situations, if you die, it'll give you just enough juice to get to the next place. Or do like a scuba tank. When I was a scuba diving, you had a reserve tank. Oh and yeah. If you ran out of air, you'd pull that, and then you'd have enough to get up to the surface, and you know. And uh, I did. I had to use mine once. I was. I was. Uh, I think Alan and I went scuba diving in Monterey Bay, and I was down there, and all of a sudden. I couldn't get any air. It didn't even warn you? No. Well, I guess back well, in the day. Well, that was the old days. Yeah. There was no warning. And all of a sudden, I couldn't get any air. And I reached back and pulled the thing, and all of a sudden, I could breathe. And I thought, I want to go up fast. <laughs> so I, you know, so I got up out of How much did you scuba dive? I always forget that. I didn't scuba dive much. We, uh, I remember we, I took the class, and uh, after I took the class, I had a friend uh, that was in the priest quorum, I think, his name. I can't remember his name. But he had his uh, certification too, so we went out to Monterey and dove once. I I think I only dove like three times, but I bought a wetsuit and I bought tanks and everything. Oh and, really? And uh, but I I real but I decided I didn't like the cold water. It was so I mean even with a wetsuit on, yeah. I was always cold. I was always you know I, I'm cold anyway. Yeah. And so I would be out there freezing, and I think this isn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought. If I ever want to take this up again, I want to do it in a warm climate, you yeah. know, like Hawaii or someplace to, like that. Move to Florida. Yeah, move to Florida. Because I thought, it, it's just too cold. I'm not having fun. And so I quit. So I didn't, I didn't dive very much. Hey, I mean, you've done it once. It's more than I could say. That's fun. And Alan wasn't even certified. He went with me. Of course. <laughs> you know Alan. Isn't that, an Alan, isn't, that, isn't that an Alan type of thing to do? It is. Yeah, be a good he, but he knew how, I guess. I don't know how complicated. I, I, I know very little. So. It's not that. I can't. I can't get snorkeling down. I can't breathe through that dang thing. I don't know why. I just <laughs> <laughs> we tried to snorkel in um, Mexico, which and was float across. Yeah, the so you're floating. And you're it's sl- a weird feeling. Yeah, I it can't do weird. it. So, <laughs> well, okay. I got. I kind of got sick of it because you're. I mean, depending on where you are, they're like, don't go near the rocks because the waves will push you against the rocks. Right. Right. Everything else not against the rocks is 20 feet below you. I'm like, what am I seeing from the surface? So there's people that were like diving down, you know, because yeah, like yeah. you can do that if you're good at snorkeling, I guess. So I was just like, whatever. So I just, I took the little snorkel off and just wore the goggles and just kept diving out and up and, and out and up. And yeah. yeah. I'm like, looking from the top is kind of, you're seeing everything from farther away. So I was like, I might as well just dive down there. Yeah. It was tiring, but it was more fun. Did you see fish? Oh yeah. It was really cool. Um, because that was my first, like, tropical, more tropical. I mean, the water was super warm because we were in Mexico. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, there's fish everywhere. I went down to grab, like, a shell off the floor, and it was not a shell. I kept some- <laughs> it started running away. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Just a big plume of, like, um, sand came up my face, and I freaked out and swam to the top because I was like, I don't know. I thought it was a shell. but And Kira and um, her old stepdad were just watching me laughing. I'm like, well, oh. everyone else was seasick in the boat. It was. <laughs> oh, were they really? That would have been me. I, uh, one of our stepbrothers, I mean, the whole trip, he was, oh, that must be I mean, he was either miserable or out of commission. I mean, there was, he had very little happy times on that trip. <laughs> very little fun. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of just felt okay the whole time. It got to me, I mean, because on the way there, it's like, you're on the boat for a day, and then you're on land for a day, and then you're on a boat for the day, because it was like a week long. I think the last two or three days, it was just, so you made it all the way down there. Yeah. The last th- three or two days was just straight back. So you're just you on just, water yeah, yeah. for multiple days. And that just, that boat got so small so quick. You, and <laughs> what do you, I don't know. It, I, this sounds like such a generational thing to say, but I'm, you, you don't have service on your phone. You don't have like TV, like normal TV. Yeah, but they have shows and stuff, don't they? Yeah, kind of. But for they're old, packed for like 20,000. Well, they're, for, they're very like <laughs> child centralized oh, yeah. or like family. I imagine. Um, so we went to like see a comedian and stuff, but it was packed because everyone had nothing to do. Yeah. Like you, when people are on shore and you can be on the boat, it's less crowded because people are doing more stuff. Yeah. But when you're all stuck on there for three days, I mean, it was just. But a lot of good food. <laughs> it wasn't actually bad. It really? was. I mean, 
They say that the food is amazing. I don't remember. If well, we were on a carnival cruise. They're the... <laughs> Are they the cheap one? What's a good analogy? I think so. I don't know. I, I think know. so. I don't, yeah. No, it was actually... Some of the meals were better, but when you kind of feel uneasy the whole time... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to enjoy. Or and it make you tired. That's true. But I think I did one of the days. But I was okay when we were on the land half the time. Yeah. But the, the last few days, I was just like, I just want to be home right now. And then <laughs> we got into California and had to fly back. And we had like six hours to kill. No car. You were just in the airport? <laughs> we just Ubered to a restaurant, went back to the airport, sat there for like four hours. <laughs> then you finally get home and you're like, oh, now I have to unpack. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was fun, kind of. I don't think I had to go on a cruise again, necessarily. Not that it wasn't fun. It's just I would rather, if I was going to go to Mexico, I'd go to a resort. Yeah, and just stay there. And then I have freedom to do whatever yeah. I want, you know what I mean? Which is, not, I mean, we saw three different places, which was cooler than staying in one place, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I cruises aren't my thing because of different reasons, but yeah. Because you used to get sick, right? Oh, well, I always take pills, so, oh, yeah. but they have non-drowsy ones now, which, you know, can help. But I, uh, it just freaks me out a little bit, being out in the open ocean. Did you see the shore when you were traveling? Oh, no. <laughs> see, see, that really makes me nervous. <laughs> I've read too many books about ships that sunk. You know, uh, so, yeah. And I, I think about that and I think, no. I yeah, it is. I, yeah, I guess so. But it's not, you know, it's so safe. You Do know, you get the same feeling in planes? Yeah. I get sick in planes. Well, you know, the weird thing about it is when we're landing, that's when I get sick. Oh, Sam. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's pretty common, but uh, that's, that's when it really gets me. And I, I almost threw up last time. That's the closest I've ever come. I just, just about threw up. And that, that would have been miserable. <laughs> well, the, it's weird because the older I get, the more emotion sick I get. Yeah. I mean, riding the back of cars kills me now. <laughs> like, the last time I was at Lagoon was like four years ago, but rides that never bothered me. Which I didn't feel like I was going to get, like, physically throw up or anything. I was just like, oh, this never affected me before. Now it is. So, I, just, I think it affects you when you get older. It, yeah. I just thought it was the opposite. I thought you just got over it. Apparently not. It's not. Mom's not over it. I mean, mom. I mean, mom. And mom doesn't get sick. Well, that's not true. She did mention that she can't go on quite the same things that she used to go on. Yeah. But she still likes the crazy rides, you know. Yeah. So, so do I. I mean, not enough to go to Lagoon or anything, but if I find myself there, I think it's fun. I think it. I don't know. I think I went too many times when I was like a teenager and kid. Yeah, you went there. <laughs> well, you had season passes for, I mean, a few years in a row. Um, which is, it's very fun at that age because you don't have that many options of things to do. You don't have that much responsibility. That's true. So you're just like, well, if we can find a ride, let's go. But you never worked it. No. I did not. I knew a few people that worked there. But I don't know. It was, it was always, some people I talked to loved it. Some people hated it. Well, um, a guy in our old ward that's like a little older than me, I think he still works up there. I think he's a ride mechanic. So he has a like... Oh, really? So yeah. he has a regular job? Yeah. Wow, he stayed. I mean, as of the last like two years, I think so. Maybe things have changed in the last few yeah. years. But um, yeah, he would he would like take selfies on top of the rides when he was working on it. It was kind of <laughs> cool. It'd be um, a different job. Yeah. And I mean, he works like during the summer. From what it looked like, most of the work happened off season because you're doing maintenance yeah. and you're doing yeah. repairs and stuff. And then I think I assume during the season is only like... When things break down, I guess. I don't know. Roller coasters are kind of skeevy. The older I get, the more I'm like, mm, this is sketchy. <laughs> when you're a kid, you're just like, eh, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. fine. But then the older I get, I'm like, I don't know. Well, then you hear stories about that guy falling out of that ride. <laughs> yeah. Remember? Did you just read that in the paper? And I thought, yeah. <laughs> but Wait. what's life with no risk? You That's know? true. Yeah. It's no fun. But your mom, she'll just go on anything. She, yeah. she doesn't go around in circles very well anymore, but she'll... She'll still go on the scary rides. She loves it. Yeah, I don't think I want to go in circles anymore either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun to me. Funny, the first date your mom and I went on to, well, it wasn't our first date, but the first time we went to Santa Cruz together. And uh, we went on the, uh, I don't know, you sit in this little half circle and they go around, the thing goes around and then you go oh, around. I yeah. can't remember what it's called. I don't know what and <laughs> we got off and I just laid down on the, <laughs> on the, on the uh, boardwalk 
He said, what? What are you doing? <laughs> I said, I'm sick. <laughs> and I was worthless the rest of the evening. It was just horrible. <laughs> how, how far into dating were you guys? Not very far. Really? It was pretty early on, yeah. Because so. that was the first place Karen and I went as a couple, like on a trip. Was oh, was it really? Yeah. That was yeah. the first trip we ever took. Santa Cruz. Yeah, I'd, like to, I'd like to go back. And you stayed at Airbnb? No, that time we stayed in a hotel. Oh. Um, it was the last one we went to was with an Airbnb. But I don't think we'll get hotels very much anymore. Airbnbs just, yeah, they're slightly more convenient, I think. Yeah. But they're not always cheaper. No, it depends on what you get. From. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like hotels, you can pretty much always get a hotel room. But Airbnbs, when they sell out, that's yeah. off the list. I mean, unless you can, I guess, change your dates. Um, they have a cool feature that, it, you know, because like any place, it's like, where are you going? What time are you going? Um, on Airbnb, you can pick, like, dates, and then just say anywhere. And it'll show you Airbnbs all the way around the world. You're kidding. So it'll just be like, oh, this is open these dates. Oh, this is open. And it's just everywhere. Wow, that yeah. would be kind of fun. It'd be, yeah, right? If Mom and I had our uh, passports, we could just say, hey, let's go to... Go get your passport. <laughs> yeah. It's expensive, huh? We should, yeah, it is expensive. I guess the only reason I have mine, have mine was because of the cruise, so... But I do want to use it before it expires. I want to go to Canada. Canada's fun. We went there before you had that passport. Really? I didn't, yeah. I didn't even know you've ever been to Canada. Where'd you yeah, go? We went to, you were probably there. We oh. Went, we went to <laughs> Washington, and then we took the uh, ferry. They have a ferry from Washington, up northern Washington, up into Canada. And then, huh. and then uh, yeah, I, I think you were with us, and it was fun. It was really pretty up there. Yeah, I liked it. But now you have to have a passport. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, anywhere, right? Yeah. You, I don't anywhere. think there's anywhere you can go without a passport anymore. So, I don't know. what else are we going to talk about? Pull, pull a thing, Sam. <laughs> that was when Kira helped me out by doing an episode. That's all we did the whole time. Okay. We just pulled questions. You guys talk right Well, now? yeah, it's like, what are we going to talk about? Uh, oh, this is actually a good one for you. What was the last good book you read? I'm actually reading it now. It's one of my favorite books. It's by George Will. I don't know if you know who George Will is. He's a conservative columnist. Okay. You know, he writes a column for... Newspapers. He writes one for the Deseret News that I read every week. But he wrote a book called The Conservative Sensibility. And it talks about uh, the, the philosophy behind conservatism and how it, you know, what it's based on. You know, and he talks about a lot about yeah. the Constitution and how it's based on natural rights. He said, we don't get our natural rights from the Constitution. We have them. Period. Yeah. And then the Constitution provides a structure so that we can, uh, I don't know, you'd have to read it. But it's, it's a neat book, but you have to look up every page. You have to look up like five words because he's a very, he's an intellectual. Yeah. Man. And so I really like it, but it, you know, I have to. Oh, Growing your vocab. Yeah, that's right. But that's one of the best books I've ever read. It's, uh, I suggested it to Alan. I don't know if he'll read it because it's pretty depth and stuff but uh, but it's really good it's not and what's nice about it is he's talking about the conservative philosophy yeah but he's not uh, he's not angry he's mm-hmm. not you know he does talk about progressivism and he's against that of course but but he's not you know not a lot of vitriol you know and stuff like that so it's kind of fun that's interesting because right now in history we're talking about the constitution Oh, are you? Yeah, well, it's just American history. Yeah. So we're only three weeks in, and we started when they started coming to America. So right now, we just passed the Revolutionary War, yeah. and it's the Americans trying to figure out government. Yeah. And it's pretty interesting, because I remember learning about it in like high school. They don't go into nearly as much de- depth as they do now, but it's, it's almost, reading about it is almost like, it's like you're watching an ant farm. Like well, that didn't work. We're gonna we're gonna go over here. And we're gonna try this this time. That didn't work as well, but it almost worked. We're gonna change it a little bit. Well, now we're gonna do. This. It's very interesting and how everything was so spread out. Yeah. And how, I mean, it's interesting the things you see that are still here to this day, and the things that you're like, how did you think that was gonna work? And you're just like, who's controlling these? But I don't know. And it's all the famous names. You're like, oh, I know who that is, but you don't really know who yeah, it is. Yeah. You know? You, you know the name. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's pretty interesting. Um. I'm enjoying history a lot more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, this has been uh, really fun for me because I've never really delved into history. He talks a lot about the yeah. Constitution, the Founding Fathers. What's interesting to me is the the Declaration of Independence was in 1776, and the Constitution wasn't written until 17, 
87, I think, like that. So it was, it was yeah. quite a while. You know, they were just living off of the... The states had their own little constitutions yeah. and stuff, and they realized that's not going to work. And so they uh, started the... But then so, they tried to federalize, but yeah. all the states were like, no. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> they, yeah. Everybody was very independent. Yeah. And so they had to... And that was one of the big battles with the constitution, is a lot of the states said, no, we don't want to mm-hmm. be under this federal... Yeah. Well, because they feared exactly what they just got away from with yeah. England. Yeah. They're like, "This is the, you're doing the same thing to us. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I don't, I don't get it. Which they kind of were in a way. Yeah. But I don't think it was... I mean, I don't know. It's happened 200 years ago. But the way it seems like in the reading, it's not that they were necessarily trying to emulate the English. It's just all they knew. Yeah. Like, this is how they did it, and it, and it worked. Like, And I think the only reason they changed it all is because... Even if they were for that government, they saw that there was change needed. But it's yeah. just, it was kind of that naiveness where they're just like, things are going to chaos. Yeah. This is the only thing that worked. So. And they wanted to have a strong government, but they didn't want a king. They wanted to yeah. have checks and balances, you know. And so they, it's amazing what they came up with, I think. I know. It's so, I mean, it's fascinating. yeah, some of the concepts, I mean, for me, I'm just like, oh, yeah, because it's part of our government. Yeah. But like, if you look at it from, uh, perspective of like not having any references for it right I'm like how do you come up with these things well these guys were very well read yeah. they, they would like burke you know and i don't know i know his name but i don't know you know but he read he wrote a lot of books that they a lot of the founding fathers read a lot of the same you know material and they were very familiar with governments and uh, the philosophy of governments and so they were very well read they were very intellectual yeah. really those guys were and uh, so they brought all that together, and then they talked and debated a lot, and uh, finally came up with uh, some. How about your? What's your favorite book? Or have you read one? school? You're in school, so it's history, right? Mm, that, that's the most recent book I've read. My favorite book that I've recently read. Mm, I don't know. That's hard. I've been jumping back and forth between like three different books, but probably um, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. That oh, was really? the last book that I like read completely i'm halfway through like three books yeah but that was the last one that i finished that i really liked but you know i'm a big neil fan you like that yeah Yeah. well and it's right up that's my interest like that whole book is and especially for me i've always been interested in it but when you start getting into it especially higher up unless you know it's you can't understand anything they talk about but that book kind of gives you a reference to you can watch documentaries and read more in-depth books and at least know what they're talking about right which is the point of the book yeah but so I enjoyed that aspect because as much as I thought I knew, I was like, oh, I don't really know anything. So. You can get some physics books that are really hard to read because you don't, you know, they use math so much that you can't, you know, it doesn't. I'm sure I'll get there. You well, that's what physics is. It's, right? it's the it is. math behind yeah. everything, but which is why I like it. But. Yeah, there's some fun books out there. Oh, this is a lame question. Would you rather spend a night in a luxury hotel or camping surrounded by beautiful scenery? Both. <laughs> I'd like to try one one night. One night. No, I, I guess I'd go camping. Yeah. I think <laughs> at this point in your life, I don't know. To be honest, it just it kind of depends. I'm sure if you plot me in the middle of Yellowstone in a beautiful scenic place, I'd rather be there. Yeah. But if you're gonna drop me in a luxury hotel in Italy, <laughs> you, you're not camping in Italy, and you don't have a luxury hotel in Yellowstone. That's so true, that's, that's a hard decision. Currently, yeah, I'd rather have a hotel. Because camping equals work. Yeah, that's right. When you go to a hotel, you check in, you shower, (laughs) and you lay in the bed, and you're done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's fun. Camping, you think it's fun. (laughs) You pretend it's fun. (laughs) Is it? (laughs) For mom and I, it's a matter of not having to deal with things at home. Then you're dealing with the trailer. What? Then you're dealing with the trailer. I remember one, one camping trip we were on with the old trailer. And, yeah. And it had that awning that came mm-hmm. out that was broken. Yeah. So one of the days we took that off and took it to the <laughs> exactly. while we were camping. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I, I I feel like lately, and I still like camping. I, It's enjoyable. But every time I think about going camping... I just think of all the things I have to do. I know. I have to put gas in the truck. I have to put gas in the generator. I have to make sure the dogs don't die. I have to cook food. <laughs> I have to... It is just like... It can be oppressive. Yeah. Man. For me, it's putting on the... the You know, those things yeah. in the back, the stabilizer. And I think, oh, I don't like doing that. It's so 
hard. And then when you get there, you have to take I it mean, off. <laughs> you do and all you the work it back on. to drive there. And then immediately you're undoing everything you just did. And then in two days, you're redoing everything. And then undo- it's just like, I, I mean... Well, and that's why it sucks going for, because we take like weekends because we can't take off, well, we choose not to take off work. Right. But then you have like maybe one full day of camping. The rest of the time you're getting there <laughs> yeah, and setting right, up. Yeah. And then the ne- two days later, you're picking everything up and driving home. Like, yeah. There's, there's real advantages that one of the guys in our ward, actually he lives one, one street over. over here. Uh, they have a cabin <laughs> up in the mountains and he said, God, it's really nice. I'm about at that point. He said, we just go up and everything's there. We just yeah. go up and spend some time and then we come back and our family goes up when they want to. And I said, so I asked him, I said, well, do you ever rent it out? And he said, no offense, but no. Rent it out to anybody. Not even really close Especially friends. if you don't need to. Yeah. And they don't, apparently they don't need to. That's why when we were first thinking about getting a, a trailer, I thought, let's get a motorhome. You jump in, you yeah. drive away, you get there. But I know there's more. I'm sure there's I mean, more to it than it's that. It's kind of the. They have the. I mean, they run the exact same as a trailer, except you're driving instead of pulling it. Everything yeah. else is the same. Yeah, I guess that's like true. Almost, you still have to love Yeah, and almost everything. Things. You're doing the same exact thing. Yeah, that's true. But, but I, uh, I just thought, then I don't have to hook up all that well, stuff. Well, that's that that specifically is true. But I'm a, I'm I like the cabin thing. The only argument for the cabin is you can't take your cabin anywhere. Well, that's true. But you're then always ha- in the same place. Yeah, but then. <laughs> It's not like I'm driving across the country with the trailer either. So, yeah. <laughs> like most of the time, it's pretty local. I don't know, but that would be nice if you if you ever get a lot of money, Sam. Something to think about. Oh, I probably get a cabin somewhere. That's. I think I probably would. Because you well, can go up and you don't have to have a trailer. You know, you just we're going up for the weekend. You you know, and after you once you get your cabin, and it's furnished and you got mm-hmm. stuff up there, all you just buy some food on the way, yeah. and then you're you're done. Well, that's the, one of the most fun camping experiences we had was that first summer with the trailer, the old trailer. Yeah. And we went and took it up into the mountains and you could leave it up there for up to four weeks. And we left it three weeks in a row and went up three weekends in a row. Uh, that was the that was my favorite time because all we had to do was pack our clothes and food yeah. and then we'd take up clothes and food with us. Like, yeah. I mean, we ran a little low on water, but. And that's what the fireworks do. Yeah. They bought that piece of property up in Idaho, up in the mountains. And every summer, in the beginning of the summer, they take the trailer up, leave it there. And whenever they want to go, they just go up. And, and then at the end of the end of, uh, summer, they just bring it home. Yeah, I see. I think that really makes sense, something like that. That's cheaper than a cabin, too. That's It's funny, because last time we went up there, which was last summer, or was last, let's see, what is this? It was last fall. And we went up there camping, and... Uh, and so I thought, I like to walk, you know. And so one day I said, hey, I'm just going to go for a walk. And it's just a bunch of dirt roads in the mountains, yeah. you know. And and there's cabins around, you know, and stuff. But I thought, no, I'll just go for a walk. So I walked up, went down these dirt roads and up and around. And then we came back. And then when we got back, we heard that there was a mountain lion. They decided a mountain lion up right where we were. And I thought, mm. oh, I should go <laughs> with someone, you know. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, yeah one of those two things. things. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, we don't. I don't know. We never get deep enough to see much wildlife, deer, but yeah, they're everywhere. They're here. Yeah, <laughs> you can sit in your front yard almost. The whole time we were in California, we saw elk. We saw a ton of hawks. We saw. We literally saw a bald eagle on the way to California. We saw all really? these cool things, and she's like, "I haven't seen a deer yet," and I'm like. Who cares? <laughs> I'm like, there's going to be three on the side of the road when we get home. Like, you want to see a deer? You live with them. But she's like, well, these ones have black tails. I'm like, grab a, grab a can of spray paint. <laughs> I'll give them a black tail. I'll just never forget. I've told you about this, but I'll never forget the time. You know, the hill up Oak Hill. Oak, uh, what's Oak Hill's name? Drive. Yeah, Oak Hill's yeah. Drive. You go up. Well, that's this road. Yeah. You go up the hill, you know. I was walking the trail on the side. Oh, yeah. And... The trail goes down, you know, below the road, and then it comes back up. Well, I, just as I was coming down, there's homes right there. Mm-hmm. And one of them has a big, huge backyard, you know, and a, a grass driveway, you know, for the so you can bring your trailer. They have a trailer. Somebody put a trailer down there to store and stuff. And I was walking one morning, and this buck, this huge buck deer, 
was standing there, and I, as I was walking, he wasn't that far from me. I was walking down, and he turned around and he looked at me like he owned the place. You know, it was like no big deal. And then he just turned around and just kept walking. And this is right in the middle of the neighborhood. You know, mm-hmm. it's just the weirdest thing. The only time I've ever seen bucks was within civilization. Oh yeah, because like, the other ones are dead. <laughs> well, exactly. You camp places where they can hunt. Yeah. You know, you, you only see does. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, but, but yeah, he was he was big and he was beautiful. Yeah, I don't know how many points you know they have this thing four pointer, but I, yeah, he had at least two on each side. I, don't I can't never remember if they count them together or per side. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't hunt, so it doesn't really matter. All right. Well. Thanks for being patient with us, everybody. We'll maybe be more consistent. <laughs> Watch out when you're jumping for a frisbee. <laughs> you might sprain you your might, ankle. You might ankle. <laughs> and also, don't go walking alone. Beware of bobcats. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Have a good week.